0: Hello and welcome to the Blues Guitar Show podcast with me, Ben Martin, from com. Hope everyone's having a really good week this week. Apologies if you can hear a slight bit of background noise uh, in this episode. We just had a new heater fitted in our apartment last week, which was uh, more than necessary because it's freaking cold here at the moment um but it's a new heater fitted in our living room and as i'm recording this on a weekday my wife is in the office slash studio space we have so um it should just be this one episode but apologies if you can hear a little bit of background noise in there um i've been trying to get these out as often as i can obviously at the moment as everybody knows especially in the uk things are not the easiest um, so we've been working super hard um, musical school stuff is all going well which is cool we've got a big event coming up in May we've got um, a concert going on at the Newbury Corn Exchange which is a quite a big venue maybe 300-400 people thought maybe maybe over 4 um, which we're preparing for anybody in the local area that would be really really cool come down It's part of the Newbury Spring Festival which is the big kind of uh, music festival that happens here once a year um, for anybody abroad, I apologise because um, that probably means absolutely nothing to you. Uh, but that's what's been going on recently. Um, thank you very much to David Dew or David uh, Dewey. I'm not not totally sure. Apologies if I'm getting that wrong, brother. Um, who reached out uh, last week and sent me an email asking a, a little bit of clarification about the G13 chord. Um, so I'm just going to just go through this one. Before we start anything else, Uh, don't forget, if you want to send me your questions or anything, I would really, really appreciate it because it really helps me kind of plan what I'm going to do, what I'm going to talk about on the show. And it gives, you know, you guys a bit of jurisdiction over what it is I'm waffling on about each week um, so if you want to send me any messages or questions you can do so at ben at the blues guitar dot com or you can reach out to me on Instagram I read through all of those um, and I try my best to respond to them all so um, yeah please do um, also if you leave a 5 star review if you're on Apple Podcasts and then write anything that you want me to talk about I will do my best to accommodate and talk about that so the G um, the G add 13 chord lovely sounding jazz chord here um, the G add 13 chord contains the notes G F B and E with the E being the 13 uh, the way that we play this is we're going to start on the top string fret three is the G miss out the fifth string and then down on the fourth string with fret three again which is that F then we're going to play our B which is on the third string fret four so, we, so far we have G F B little finger on fret five on the second string that gives you e that's your g13 a lovely sounding chord so thank you david for reaching out always a pleasure to um hear from you guys and speak to you guys and yeah as i say Reach out as much as you want, and please, if you can, leave a review. It really, really helps. Um, cool. Stuff that's been going on this week. I've just come back from the UK guitar show that happened this weekend, which was loads of fun. It was up at a new venue. It was up at a place called Cremor Park in Birmingham, which is kind of in the middle of, middle of England, if you're not um, from the UK. It was cool to catch up with some people I haven't seen in a long time. Um, Rob Chapman, I think I bumped into... I think I I did bump into him, um, but I hadn't seen him for almost 10 years or something. So that was really cool. Had a chat with him, had a look at some of his uh, Chapman guitars. Um, Who else did I look at? Oh, the guys from Dodario, shout out to them. They were cool. It was nice to meet them. Uh, Everybody from the BIM stand. It was a really good, really good time. It's a cool chance to get the kind of UK guitar community together um, in a way that we don't get to so much over here. I mean, I know in the US, you know, NAM is a massive thing. And. um, this is definitely smaller than that but it's it's just cool to get everybody together oh mikey Demas um from red beard effects as well was there which is really cool and uh, it was yeah it was cool to meet some people cool to talk to some people about uh guitar stuff now i went up with my uh i took my dad because he was over my dad was over in the uk so i um took him and my brother um who are both also guitarists um and we we don't get to see each other that often so i thought it'd be a good chance to um to take them up there And we could all go together. I didn't really expect that we would all come home with new instruments. I guess I should have known. But um, I've been to to so many of those kind of things, the guitar shows, the music gear conferences, and I've never, ever come back with an instrument. I go up there with my brother, for example, and suddenly we all come back with instruments. (laughs) So, um, yeah, shout out to him um, for that. So I'm going to talk you a little bit through what I bought, uh, a little bit through what I saw. And, um, a little bit of what's going to come up in the following episodes, because we've got some exciting stuff in the pipeline, which is really cool. Um, so without further ado, you may have seen, if you follow me on Instagram at blues guitar show podcast or at Ben Martin bass guitar, um, I bought a Fender player series Telecaster, which is uh, something I was totally not expecting to buy. (laughs) Um, I've been quietly looking for a new electric for a little while. Cause I've been, I've been playing the same one for a long time. Um, when I moved back to the UK, I got rid of all the electrics I had when I was living abroad. Um, and I've been gigging, I mean, I play concerts and gigs for work, maybe two or three a week. Um, and I've been using one instrument for all of those, which means that things like the turnover of you know strings and stuff is is pretty hefty I, you know I go through a lot of strings and shout out to Dario for sorting me out with those but um it's always good to have a backup you can have two guitars plus it was uh, I was playing a strat which I love I love my strat um but nice to have something that sounds a little bit different feels a little bit different so I sat down at one of the booths and uh started playing this this telecaster and as I said in I think the previous episode when you were a left-handed person at those those shows you tend to just gravitate towards whatever left-handed guitar you can find (laughs) but I started playing this Fender um, Player Series Strat and it's a proper kind of butterscotch black scratch plate your typical kind of classic Strat look Um, and it just uh, I forgot how much I love the Telecaster neck I had a Telecaster before although it wasn't a Fender one it was a Squire one Uh, but years ago I had a Telecaster and I I just the necks are so quick it's like playing Butter Um, so (laughs) they just have such a distinct sound it's taken me a little bit while to get used to it because the action on this one is so low but I don't think I'm going to change it because one of the things I love about tellies is how quick you can play on them you know you get all of the like all that kind of cool bluegrass lick stuff in Oops, sorry about that um (laughs) you get those cool kind of bluegrass licks and stuff and you can play nice and fast and it has a real kind of that classic that country country kind of sound and um, I have a couple of Fender basses but um, I never actually owned a Fender guitar before I've had Squires and I've had um, what else have I had Ibanez and Kramer and Tokai and all kinds of different um, instruments Ozark And I've had Fender Acoustics, but I've never had a Fender Electric before, so it is really, really cool, and I am absolutely loving playing it. We managed to get a bit of a deal on it because my brother was buying a PRS, PRS 25th Anniversary Series, which is an expensive instrument. Um, So we managed to get a deal by paying for them both at the same time. But these Made in Mexico Player Series Fenders, they are just just the bee's knees. I mean, it just feels... (laughs) just feels like it was, I don't know, it's like a solid tool. That's what I love about tellies. They're not kind of flashy and they don't have, um, you know, there's no kind of flame maple top finish. And there's, you know, there's there's not a lot in terms of bells and whistles that you get with a telly, but they just feel like a solid tool to kind of, to be playing music with. And it's the sort of, for me, like I said at the last episode, for me, like who does a lot of performing and playing and recording and stuff, um... I need a tool that's going to be you know that doesn't matter if it kind of gets heavily used you know it's not it's not a piece of artwork to go on the wall um and for me often they're not kind of sofa guitars, which they are for other people and that's that's totally cool, but I need something that's going to be able to you know gig for decades to come um <laughs> hear that real telly twang can't you (laughs) so that's actually on the um that's on the bridge pickup now as i'm recording this i should mention how i'm recording it i'm going straight into a um focus right scarlet audio interface there's no amp um this is what you're hearing at the moment is just a di'd sound so on the bridge pickup which is what i intend to use telecasters on you get this kind of cool glassy sound here Quite nice, Um, especially if you have it on clean tone. I I actually prefer, I think, Telly's on a clean tone. But if I switch it to the the middle uh, selector switch, which would be a blend of the front and back pickups, you get a little bit more twang. And then if I move it to the back pickup, you get that real classic telly twang, which, to be honest, I don't have a lot of use for. Um, I think if you play kind of... A lot of country music or anything like that, or maybe if you raise the action and play, um, sort of Derek Trucks slide stuff, um, maybe, but that kind of kind of quack sound you get. So, for me, it's about this one. lovely sounding instrument and I'm having loads and loads of fun playing it. Now in terms of my little bit of um, teaching for today what we're going to do is I'm just going to talk you through one riff that I think is really cool and I'm going to show you how to change that riff to make it accessible across all of the different octaves so it's a typical kind of blues riff the riff sounds like this it's quite a cool sounding riff What I'm going to do is talk you through how to play that riff in the key of E and then we'll look at how to change that riff to be able to play it over a different chord. So, what I'm doing here, starting off with an open E on the top string, then we play the octave, which is fret 2 on the 4th string. Then I'm going to play fret 4 on the top string, back to the octave. So that's open top string, 2nd fret on the 4th string, 4th fret on the top string, 2nd fret on the 4th string. You hear, actually, as I'm playing, I'm not used to this action. You can hear there's a little bit of, uh, a little bit of fret buzz. From there, we're going to go on the A string, so the 5th string. We're going to go 4 to 2. Okay, so that's our C sharp to B. And then back to fret 4 on the top string. So that's fret 4 on the A string, fret 2 on the A string. Four on the top string, so Now that's what we call an open position meaning that I'm using an open string. So the first um, Thing we need to do if we want to be able to move that across different chords Is to change the open string to a closed string version. So if we keep it in the key of E for now need to find those notes somewhere on the neck that doesn't use an open string so if we use our E on the fifth string which is fret 7 what we were doing before is we're going so we're going to an E octave so we play fret 7 and then we play the octave on fret 9 on the third string The next part was we had this fret 4 on the top string, which is the note G-sharp. So if again, we find that on the 5th string, the G-sharp on the 5th string is, of course, fret 11, just before we get back to that A. So now we have on the 5th string, fret 7, 9 on the 3rd string, fret 11 on the 5th string. Back to 9 on the 3rd string. So that's our... And the last bit we need is just that... So I'm not used to the slides either, <laughs> do you hear that, blimey Okay, next part we have is this C sharp, B, and then back to that G sharp Now those notes can be found on the 4th string 11 to 9 And then of course back to 11 on the 5th, making it all together Throw in a slide. Now we have a closed position shape. Now the cool thing about closed position shapes is that we can move them anywhere as long as we're starting with our root on the fifth or sixth string. So if we just move all of what I just did up one string be starting on fret seven on the top string now, which is the B. Back down to E. So you can move it anywhere up there, you can go and you can go up to the F sharp. Down to E. So you can make a whole 12-bar out of that, and you can do anywhere, anywhere on those first two um, top two strings. That would be the C starting on fret 3 on the A string. Let's go to F fret 1 on the top string. It's sliding all over the place. Back to C. D fret 5 so loads of stuff you can do just with that one riff but I think it's a really cool riff if you're playing a kind of 12 bar so say you're in A so you go up to that A of the octave on the 12 it's a good jumping off point for those solos so that's my little bit of teaching tips for you today Um Don't forget, if you want to access to some of the tabs for the previous lessons, I did almost a year's worth of lessons where um, I gave exercises with the tab. You can get access to all of that if you subscribe over at thebluesguitarshow.com. Subscribe to the mailing list and you'll be, um, yeah, free access to all of that stuff. Now, in terms of what's coming up in the podcast, which is quite exciting, we've got a couple of interviews uh, lined up. Um, I won't reveal who they are, but um, they are players from both the US and the UK and hopefully one from um, over in Canada but a few different players um, that I'm going to talk to which I think is really fun it's always really nice of me to be able to talk to people it makes these podcasts a little bit easier to do because um, otherwise I've got a kind of planned content and things like that <laughs> and if I can just ring somebody up and have a chat then so much the better Um don't forget if you want to support me with this uh, especially at the moment Uh, That would be really helpful to try and help me get these out. I mean, these podcasts really are propped up by the people that support me, um, either on Buy Me A Coffee or um, by booking private sessions, sharing the podcasts around, giving five-star reviews, um, subscribing to the mailing list. These are all great ways that you can support the show and keep me being able to kind of get these out as often as possible. Uh, Yeah, in terms of what's coming up, we've got some cool interviews lined up and uh, Artist Guitars, shout-out to Artist Guitars. They are sending me a guitar to do a review of which is um really exciting i'm not going to give anything away just yet because that's not going to arrive until it's th- being shipped from australia so that probably won't arrive till about april um but really excited to do a guitar review it's something i've been wanting to do for a really long time it is unsurprisingly very difficult to be able to get uh, you know to get companies to send you guitars but the more you guys listen the more you share this around, the more cool stuff like that I can do. So there's going to be a guitar review coming from uh, Artist Guitars, uh, a couple of string things happening with Daddario, but generally lots of cool stuff happening on the podcast. I'm gonna, hoping to get to the point where I can uh, start raffling off some of the excess stuff that I've got. I got given a box of strings by Daddario, and um, there's some really random strings in there, so I thought it might be a fun idea to kind of do a bit of a... A bit of a prize giveaway. So, if you want to be involved in any of that stuff, head over to Instagram at Blues Guitar Show Podcast. Um, I hope that was useful for everyone today. As I say, I will try and get these out as often as I can. Um, do give me um, an email if there's anything you want me to talk about, anything that you would find useful. That could be anything from guitar-specific stuff, uh, learning stuff, you know, advice about the industry or just general, general guitar news you might want me to chat about. So have a great week, everybody, and I'll see you next time.